This is CQ Roll Call's Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call newsroom. I'm Joseph Morton, and I cover energy and the environment. The Biden administration on Thursday kicked off a two-day virtual climate summit. It will set the stage for major international talks in Glasgow later this year and help determine how aggressively the world community moves to address a warming planet. The details are important. Digging past the headline numbers and comments, here are 10 themes to follow in the talks. The first is America's target for cutting emissions. President Joe Biden has announced he wants to cut emissions 50 to 52% from 2005 levels by 2030. That would roughly double the target set under the Obama administration, a goal that produced mixed results from environmental groups and experts, some of whom had called for Biden to set a more ambitious target. Second item to watch is what commitments will be made by the world's largest emitters. Now the number two emitter behind China, the U.S. is the largest historical emitter of greenhouse gases, responsible for about one quarter of all emissions since the Industrial Revolution. Third item is U.S. credibility. The summit is intended to show the U.S. reclaiming a global leadership role on climate, but some international skepticism is expected. President Barack Obama made ample commitments to fighting climate change, only to see President Donald Trump reverse his climate legacy, including a withdrawal from the Paris deal. The fourth item we'll be watching for is what happens with rich and poor nations. The Paris Agreement called for the world's wealthier countries to contribute a total of $100 billion annually by 2020 to address the climate mitigation needs of poor countries. But experts say they've been missing that mark. Under Obama, America pledged to contribute $3 billion directly to the Green Climate Fund to help poor countries move to cleaner energy and mitigate climate impacts. Just one third of that money was delivered before Trump canceled the remaining payments. The Biden administration included $1.2 billion in its fiscal 2022 budget request and says it will allocate more money. Next item is private financing. In a report for the United Nations, independent experts said the contributions from industrialized nations provide the foundation for global climate financing, but that it will take private sector money to produce the trillions needed to properly arrest global emissions and tackle the crisis. We'll also be watching the role of cities and states. As the Trump administration reversed or diluted more than 100 Obama-era climate policies, states, towns, and counties pursued their own efforts to meet America's Paris-related pledges. 12 governors urged Biden this week to create a clear regulatory path to ensuring that all vehicles sold in the United States are zero emission. We'll also be looking at who's there. Most of the world's countries will not appear at the talks, which are limited to nations behind the bulk of the world's emissions. The 100 countries that emit the least make up only 3.6% of GHGs and are among the most exposed to climate perils. The eighth item on our list is boats and planes. Maritime shipping and aviation together account for about 5% of global emissions, but they are notoriously difficult to attribute to a particular country, and the Paris Agreement did not address either industry directly. Standout voices. Democrats in Washington have signaled a whole-of-government campaign to fight rising emissions, and those comments have come often from unusual figures in the administration, including national security chiefs. White House officials said Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and Director of National Intelligence Averill Haynes will speak along with a series of cabinet officials. The 10th and final item on our list is the congressional response. After the Clinton administration whipped support for the Kyoto Climate Agreement in 1998, which the U.S. signed, the White House never submitted the deal to the Senate for ratification. Likewise, the Obama administration did not send its agreement to the Paris deal to the Senate for approval, arguing it was not technically a treaty, while Republicans disagreed. But members of both parties may push for the Biden administration to submit any treaties it reaches to the Senate with Republicans angling to vote them down and Democrats maneuvering to assert themselves into global environmental politics.